everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today we're going to continue talking about how the fringe is becoming mainstream within evangelical Christianity by tackling the topic of family, marriage, and homeschooling. As we jump into this episode today, I want to make sure that people recognize that I am not anti-homeschooling. Yes, my kids do attend a public charter school where I also teach, but I am not anti-homeschooling. I think that if you want to homeschool and it's something that's working for your family and you feel like it's really something you enjoy doing, I think that you should definitely homeschool. You're going to catch on in this episode, hopefully, that my biggest concerns is more like if you're doing this out of a state of fear or because you feel like you have to, or because it makes you feel more spiritual to homeschool, those are all things that are going to give me red flags, make me think maybe you should think about other options. Guys, growing up in my Christian cult with my family, we were a bit of an outlier. (laughs) Not only did we only have three kids in our family, and we didn't drive a 15-passenger van, but my dad was a public school teacher. And I've mentioned this before. And I knew he was on the edge. I knew he was kind of fringy. I knew that he was pushed back against a lot of things. But during a recent breakfast with him, he was telling me more about what actually had happened behind the scenes. And I am so impressed with my dad. I am just so grateful for him, grateful for his quiet strength. He was not one of those kind of guys who bought into the patriarchal movement and thought he needed to rule the roof and have the rest of us just be under his thumb. He was always just a kind and gentle man. And yet when I was listening to him talk, I was like, wow, that is a lot of strength, dad. That took a lot of courage to just push back and push back and push back constantly against things that were happening in our culty churches. So kudos to you, dad. That's awesome. I love it. The thing that I want to talk about today, guys, is just this thing that I've seen within a certain fringe group of evangelical Christians that are now moving mainstream But just this idea of how we have to protect our family at all costs and what ends up turning into almost an idolatry of the family. So I just want to like touch on that today. What is going on here and why is this concerning? It's concerning for the most part because this is what I grew up with. I grew up with the idea that we were going to save and protect the family at all costs by homeschooling, by using the ATI curriculum by having women stay in their proper women roles and men be leaders. And that was going to be something that went ahead and saved the family, protected it. And I grew up with people around me who were just really into family, even to the point of kind of almost creating communes as their kids got married. They like just kind of built a house next door because family was the most important thing. And I see a hint of that and sometimes even more of a hint. There was a young man that I really enjoyed on YouTube years ago named Jefferson Bethke. And he had spoken word poetry. He came from a kind of a rough background, came to Christ later in life. I loved the raw edginess of the stuff that he produced. I loved his first book, Jesus is Greater Than Religion. It was fantastic. And then he got married and he's had some kids. And he's really buying into this whole idea right now that just really makes me nervous because it reminds me of what I grew up with, promoting this whole idea of family teams and really just focusing on creating this like tight knit family group and doing all this stuff together as this family kind of thing. And just really pushing that idea that your family is the most important thing 
in a way that's just kind of creepy to me because it reminds me so much of what I've been through. I don't think he has any idea where he's going because he did not grow up in a Christian family. He did not come from the experiences that I've had. And so to him, this probably just seems like a great idea. And I think that's probably what people who are following him along feel like that too. Oh, this is a great idea. These are not people who grew up in this culty evangelicalism that I did who are like, yikes, run away. So let's talk about this. Like I said before, if you want to homeschool, great, that's fine. But I am seeing more and more people who are expressing this fear of the world, a fear of public school, a fear of their children being corrupted. And that was the same fear that drove my parents to the cult and other families to the cult. It's this idea of like this fear. We have to protect our kids. We have to protect them from this dangerous world that we live in. And I realize the world has probably gotten more dangerous than it was when I was a kid in the 80s and 90s. And yet, guys, the world has always been broken. There are so many things about it that has not changed. And here we are in the same place that we've been before. And it's always going to be like this. And we can't protect our kids. We really cannot protect our families in the way that we think we're going to because of the brokenness of this world. And in my own experience, it just didn't work. Like I have so many friends that grew up even more sheltered than I did, and they just left everything as young adults and and adults. They left all of Christianity. They left their families. They, They walked away from so many things, and they weren't protected because they were too sheltered, and they never really understood how to relate to the world or what the world really was. And once again, I feel like my family was kind of edgy on this because my dad was a public school teacher. And so we were protected. We were sheltered from a lot of things. And yet we were allowed to have conversations about just about anything. And I think that open communication was really what allowed us to not rebel and allowed us to not question and doubt everything. And that relationship that we have with my parents, despite the fact that we were in a cult, I think is why we are able to maintain that relationship with them today. And so I just want to kind of push back against this idolatry that I see within some kinds of evangelicalism about the family. Guys, being married and having kids does not make you more spiritual. Homeschooling your children does not make you more spiritual. Having a lot of children does not make you more spiritual. And these are things that I'm literally seeing and people around me right now that makes me very concerned for them. Doing things for God, even if it's not something he asks you to do, does not make you more spiritual. And I think as I've listened to other people talk, people who are either single, out of choice, or just out of circumstance, people who are divorced, people who are remarried, people who were never able to have children, I don't think we realize how much pain we inflict on people when we idolize the family unit like that. When we elevate people who are married and have kids above the rest of the church. But there is damage that is done. And as I hear these people talking and sharing on social media just about the pain and the loss that they feel and how they don't really have a place within the church because the church is so oriented around the family and around marriage and around children. It just makes me sad. Like, I just grieve for them. And I just want to remind you guys, (laughs) Jesus wasn't married. Jesus didn't have kids. Jesus 
didn't do all this nuclear family thing that we think is so important. And someday in heaven, we aren't going to be married. We aren't necessarily going to be in this family unit that we think of. And I just think that we need to recognize that this is a temporary thing. It is not something to idolize. It's something to be grateful for and to take care of what we have been given. So yes, make your marriage a priority. Yes, please take care of your children. Train them up. Love them. Help them to know Jesus. But don't turn it into this idol thing that you have to hold on to at all costs, that you're afraid of losing, that you are feel so responsible to make work. There's no promises. There's no formulas. You can't just do the right thing and get perfect kids. Like, that's not how it works. And you can't do the right thing and have a perfect marriage because you're married to a broken person and you are broken yourself. And so I would just really hope that as families, whatever that looks like, we can become open people who are not operating out of fear, but who are operating out of love. People who can welcome others into our family units. People who can welcome the world into our family units. People who can love on people who are unlike us, who are not the same way that we are. People who can just teach their children what it looks like to love Jesus. Not to be protected, not to be saved, not to be isolated or sheltered, but just people who can say, hey, this is the brokenness of the world, and this is who Jesus is, and this is how I'm choosing to live my life, and this is how Jesus is making me more like him, and just get back to the things that are really important. And I know so often, guys, that we are afraid, and that's what causes so many of these things like I'm talking about causes the isolation, causes the decisions that we make, causes the feelings that we need to shelter and protect. And I just want to encourage you guys again, this world is broken. It's going to be broken until Jesus comes back. But we get to live in it with him. We get to live in it with people. We get to show them who Jesus is. And in our places, in our families, like we can give these people that we love to Jesus and trust him with them. He cares about them far more than we ever will. It breaks my heart that religion is something we are so quick to turn to. That so quickly we think that doing something makes us a better person. And it's just simply not true. All people are valued because they are made in God's image. All of us are broken sinners. And nothing we do makes us better than anyone else. So I hope that you can hear this and be free. Be free and Whatever family situation you have, whether you are single, married, have children, no children, divorced, remarried, whatever it is, you can just find joy and peace in that situation that you're in and recognize that there's no shame and guilt involved in it. You can be free to love the people that God brings into your life, that you can be free from fear, free from shame, free from guilt and resentment. And just go in peace, knowing that God is for you. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to restore you from the inside out. And he wants to use you exactly where you're at. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.